Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast. This is your host, Cade Howell, and I just want to say thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. What is going on, guys? I am feeling super pumped this week because my Cincinnati Bengals, who I have, they're an NFL team. If you're not in the NFL, I apologize because it has been a crazy year in the NFL and it has just, it's been an awesome year because really mainly for me, because I have been a Cincinnati Bengals fan since I was probably four or five years old and they're actually good for once in my life. I've never seen them win a playoff game or do anything good in the entire time frame that I have been a fan since I was like five years old. So it's always been rough being a Bengals fan. I don't even know why I picked them as a team. I think I just liked their cool uniforms and the stripes on their helmet. And that led to just a kind of a a rough life of being a football fan. And now this year, they not only did they win their first playoff game in 31 years, that was two weeks ago, or I guess three weeks ago now, they won another one to go to the AFC Championship, which is like a divisional championship. And then they won that one this last week in a crazy game against the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. So it's like I've never seen them do anything in their entire life, in my entire life, and now all of a sudden they're going to the Super Bowl. So I'm just stoked. My voice is a little bit like, it was a little bit hoarse. It was worse yesterday because I was just screaming at the TV the entire game, but now it's it's better and I'm glad because we got a good episode coming out this week talking all about picking the best exercises for building muscle believe it or not like squat bench deadlift are not the best exercises that everyone has to be doing for building muscle there's a kind of a little little list that i came up with that i'm going to take you through in this episode to help you figure out how to choose exercises that are good for you specifically not just you know what everyone all the bros do in the gym good exercises for you specifically to build muscle. So with that, I hope you guys enjoy this episode about exercise selection and picking exercises that are good for building muscle. If I had $1 for every time I was asked about the best exercises for building muscle, I would definitely have a few more dollars because that question gets asked pretty, pretty dang often. And the reality is there's not any particular exercise that is the best for building muscle uh so maybe a little bit of a a clickbaity title but got to get you in here listening to the episode so i can explain how to figure out what the best exercises are for building muscle so we're going to jump into that i have a little list of let's see how many are on here five five things and they are in order of what's most important so the biggest thing this isn't on the list this is just the kind of a prerequisite thing that doesn't count as one of the five but the most important thing when it comes to picking an exercise for anything is specificity which is basically just a fancy word for picking an exercise or exercises that are specific to your goal so like an example is if you're a swimmer, what's going to be the best exercise for you? You think it's going to be throwing the javelin? Does that count as an exercise? I guess that's more of an event, but you get what I'm saying. It's not going to be like doing a clean and jerk for swimming. That's not going to help you with your, your swimming. Like 
maybe it, it could help, I guess, but it's not going to be very good exercise to improve swimming. The best exercise to improve swimming is going to be, believe it or not, swimming. Um, just like with, you know, if you're a power lifter, your goal is to be strong at the squat, bench, deadlift, and so the best exercises for you are going to be squatting, benching, and deadlifting. So that's pretty simple. Now, when it comes to building muscle, it is a little bit, a little bit trickier because, like, there's not one specific thing that's muscle building necessarily. There's a lot of things that go into building muscle, and so we have to pick exercises that work well with those things. And those are kind of the things that we're going to go over right here. So, um, the very, the very first one is which is most important. The exercise does not cause any unnecessary pain. Obviously, there's going to be some pain involved in any form of exercise. If you're doing it very hard, like we expect some discomfort, that's for sure. But if there's pain in your joints or connective tissues, your back is just hurting the next day, you feel like you can't get out of bed, that probably wasn't the, the exercise you did the day before probably was not the best exercise because it's coming with all of this extra fatigue that it builds up over time and makes it harder and harder to continue doing that specific exercise or any exercise in general. So we need exercises that are actually sustainable. They don't produce too much pain. So you can actually continue doing them and actually be able to progress them over time because that's going to be a big thing, which is, spoiler alert, that's one of the next ones on the list. So that's number one, very straightforward. Make sure it doesn't cause any unnecessary pain. Now, number two, if you can check that off the list, then so far it's a it's a good exercise. But there's a few other things we got to go through here. So number two, the limiting factor should be the target muscle or the target muscles. If they're, if it's a bigger compound exercise, there's going to be, uh, in most cases, it should be one target muscle when the goal is hypertrophy or building muscle. So we're just going to say the limiting factor is the target muscle. And remember, this is for building muscle. This is not for strength. This is not for power lifting. This is not for anything performance related. Here, we, we're only caring about looks here. We're, it's all vanity. We're just trying to get jacked during this episode. So that's what life's all about, right? Just getting, getting as jacked as possible. But anyways, number two, the limiting factor is the target muscle. So yeah, when the goal is hypertrophy, aka building muscle, we want the muscle that we are trying to target to be the reason that we have to stop doing that set. So if there's anything else outside of the target muscle forcing you to stop the set, eh, you either need to address that somehow or swap it out to another exercise that doesn't have um, something else outside of the target muscle as the limiting factor. So a good example of this, one of the most common ones, there's a couple that are really common, but one of the more common ones is your grip strength. Like if you're doing, say, Romanian deadlifts and you're not using any straps or anything, there's a good chance your grip is going to be the limiting factor, uh, unless you're doing like a reverse grip or something like that, that might help. Um, but if you're just using an overhand grip, think about like your, your forearm muscles compared to your glutes and hamstrings, spinal erectors, the things that are 
mainly involved during a Romania deadlift, obviously, you know, your forearms probably aren't going to keep up with those bigger muscles. Another, you know, if you're doing pull-ups or something, like your forearms probably aren't as strong as your back. And so we don't want something like the your grip to be the limiting factor or else your your grip strength is really getting trained more than the actual muscle. Another example is like your stability. If you're doing a Bulgarian split squat, we have to have some context here because sometimes we want stability to be a factor. Like if we're trying to train the glute medius, which is more of a stabilization muscle in a lot of like in a Bulgarian split squat, then we don't want there to be absolutely no struggle with stability. We want to have some um, stabilization in there to make sure we're actually training the glute medius. But if we're training the glute maximus, the big muscle, the cheek muscle, we don't want stability to be the limiting factor. We want that muscle to be the limiting factor. So yeah, common things are your grip strength, your stability, cardio. Um, and remember, this is all for building muscle. Like we're not we're not talking about other performance-based goals. This is for purely for hypertrophy, AKA building muscle. So cardio is another one that you don't want to be the limiting factor. If you're doing a set of say 30 on barbell back squats, what's gonna be the limiting factor? Chances are you're just gonna get winded towards the end of that. You're gonna hate your life and you're gonna wanna stop. So it's either gonna be like your cardio or just your willpower to keep going that's gonna be the limiting factor. Chances are you're not gonna just, your quads are not gonna just absolutely give out. So that's number two, we want the target muscle to be the limiting factor. And so picking exercises that are stable, picking the right rep ranges to make sure that that muscle is going to be the limiting factor and it's not something like your cardio. Using um, straps can be very, very helpful. I use VersaGrips, which like they're probably my favorite gym investment I've ever made. They were, I think they were, how much were they? Maybe around 50 bucks or something, but they're actually very durable and they've paid off time and time again. Any pulling exercise that I do, it, it definitely improves it. So you don't wanna be going in the gym and doing some crazy BOSU ball, one-legged clean and jerk, that's not going to be good for building muscle. It's not going to be good for anything, really. Um, we want the target muscle to be the limiting factor. So number three, moving on here. So if it checks off both of those, it's not causing any pain. The target muscle is the limiting factor. So far, it's a good exercise. Number three, um, you can add, you can progress with load or reps over time and or reps. Ideally, we want to be able to progress with each of those over time. Because if you're not able to progressively overload or add weight or reps to an exercise over time, you're not going to get much out of it in terms of building muscle. It's probably not the best muscle building exercise for you because that is one of the most important things is being able to progressively overload an exercise over time, which you're going to do through usually through adding weight or reps to an exercise. You can also add sets and improve technique and stuff like that. But the main ways you're going to do that is either increasing load or reps over time. So if you can't do that, it's probably not the best uh, muscle building exercise. A good example of this would be like if you're if you're not very good at pull-ups, say you can do one pull-up max. Is is a is doing one pull-up going to do much for you in terms of building muscle? Mm, 
Probably not. Um, whereas if you can do like a lat pull down with lighter weight, do say 10 to 15 reps and you're working within this rep range where you can progress through that rep range, start using more weight over time and using more reps over time, you're getting a lot more volume, which a volume is volume is a big piece of um, hypertrophy. And so that's going to be a much better exercise than doing single pull-ups um, one at a time. So that's something to consider. You need to be able to add load reps over time. If you're doing an exercise that you can do, like if you're doing handstand push-ups or chin-ups when you're not very, or chin-ups or pull-ups, if you're not very good at them, they're probably not the best exercise. You want to pick something that you can actually load. You can kind of micro load. You can add a little bit of weight here and there and slowly progress over time or add reps over time. So that's number three. Now if you can check that off the list along with the target muscle being the limiting factor and not causing pain, it's still a good exercise. Number four is you can use a full range of motion. So this is essentially just you're able to get a, a stretch on the target muscle and you're able to get a contraction on the target muscle. And there can be some exceptions to this um, where we don't want a, like we can do partial reps here and there but that should be part of a well-designed program not just like you're doing half squats because you want to lift twice the amount of weight that you should and just look like a stud in the gym when you really look like a doofus instead like we, we want to make sure we're doing a full range of motion that's has the target muscle going through its full range of motion. So there's some exceptions to this. Um, like uh, we think of a Romanian deadlift, which we've used that example. But again, a Romanian deadlift, we're, if we're trying to bias the glutes during that movement, we don't want to just do a full range of motion where we're going all the way down to the floor, touching the barbell or the weights on the floor and then coming back up because that's taking a lot of the tension off of the glutes and putting it on to the hamstrings. So we want to come down until we can no longer get any hip flexion or bend at the hips. We can't drive our hips back any further and then stop the range of motion, not go past that. So we're keeping tension on the glutes. So it is actually getting the work throughout the entire range of motion. But that's there's not a ton of exercises that, that that's the case, um, especially when it comes to like isolation movements. We want to be using a full range of motion. The more that you, the, the bigger the range of motion that you use, uh, the more muscle fibers are gonna be activated, again, within that target muscle's active range of motion. So that's number four. You can use a full range of motion. If you can do that, you can add weight reps to the exercises over time. The limiting factor is the target muscle and the exercise doesn't cause any unnecessary pain. So far, it's a good exercise. Now, this last one is, it's important, but I don't want you to overthink this one too much. So number five is your strength curve matches the exercise's resistance curve. So I'll get into what exactly that means, but again, like this is not the absolute most important thing, but if we're talking about optimality, which we, we are here, um, we want the strength curve to at least mostly match the resistance curve of the exercise. So think of the strength curve. Your strength curve is where your muscle is the strongest versus the weakest. So a really good example of this is a leg extension. Like a lot of, 
when you're doing a leg extension at the very top of the range of motion, when your leg is fully extended, it's when most people are the weakest. Unless you've been doing some different training style where you're just training that that end of the range of motion. But that's where you're going to be the weakest if you think about, let's say, usually a bicep curl. Um, when you're up at the top end of that range of motion, that's usually when you're weakest. You don't usually struggle right at the bottom. Same thing with like a bench press. You usually don't fail the rep if you go to failure. At the very bottom of the rep, it's usually like that mid rep. So generally speaking with a lot of muscles it's when we get to more of a shortened position more of a contracted position is when it's going to be um, the hardest that's when our strength is the lowest uh, and then with exercises they also have a resistance curve especially when we're talking about machines like your your resistance curve on a squat or a bench press like any, any free weight exercise it's just going to be gravity but when we're talking about machines there's a different resistance there so you think about I don't know, a lot of people have done leg extensions is another good example where sometimes if you get on kind of a crappy leg extension machine it is just super hard at the top and super easy at the bottom so it's literally opposite of what your quads strength curve is so your quad again is going to be strongest at the bottom portion of the rep and weakest at the top and a crappy designed leg extension machine is going to be hardest at the top and easiest at the bottom so it's completely opposite so again this is one that you can you can start to overthink it a little bit too much but generally as long as you're you're not doing any exercises that have like this huge sticking point where it's super hard at one point and then easy through the other, you know, say 25% of the range of motion is super, super challenging to the point where you can't get much out of it because you can't complete many reps. And the other 75% of the range of motion is just a breeze. So you're not really getting much out of it that way either. So that's, that is your strength curve matching the exercises resistance curve so to review that's the five things that we've got that goes into picking an exercise that is good for you specifically for building muscle a lot of people think like well you got to squat bench and deadlift brother when that's not the case like if you're a power lifter yes you need to but for hypertrophy or building muscle there is it's an entirely different concept we're not trying to just move the weight from point a to point b we're trying to make sure that the there's not any unnecessary pain the limiting factor is the target muscle you can add weight reps progress it over time you can use a full range of motion recruit the most amount of muscle fibers that we can and your strength curve matches the resistance curve of the exercise so you're getting as much as you can throughout the entire range of motion it's not just like a quarter of the range of motion that you're getting anything out of it and yes there are other things that go into this these are the five that i came up with that in my opinion are some of the most important things when it comes to picky exercises that will be good muscle building exercises so that's all i got for you guys i hope this episode was helpful and i will talk to you guys next week 
Thank you again for tuning in and listening. I really hope you guys enjoyed that episode. And if you did, take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram story, and tag me at Howell underscore fit, and leave the podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you have any questions about coaching or need advice on anything training or nutrition related, shoot me an email at the email linked in the description, and I will talk to you guys soon.